Ladies and gentlemen, this is Adam Cole Bebe, only three-time Ring of Honor World Champion, the longest reigning Pro Wrestling Guerrilla World Champion, and I'm telling you right here, right now, to listen to Wrestling Heads Radio. You're looking real jack, baby. I'm the champ that runs the camp. This is my yard now. The face of America. Brother Nero, I knew you'd come. Delete! 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 We're going to show uh, the Hardy Boys if we were wrestling back in the Attitude Era, they would be our jobbers. Fucker in life! WH Radio. Back in town. What is going on? Back in town. <laughs> I know. I yeah, feel like we need the soundtrack. <laughs> we need the soundtrack underneath it. But uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, it's definitely good to be back. A lot of stuff to talk about. There's. Oh my God. There's. There's so much I going on topics. in I wrestling. Topic I want to bring up on the show that me and Nate was kind of talking about off air. I've seen a couple of tweets. People saying that Daniel Bryan is ruined which I want to get into later. Um, that's going to be a big topic here on the show. We're definitely going to talk about uh, all the money in the bank qualifiers from the man's side and the woman's side. So uh, definitely looking forward to talking about that. Uh, also, this weekend, Rep Pro, we've got a big show. So, um, a couple other shows in, in, uh, down in the U.K. area is uh, holding uh, some uh, big matches down there, too. So we can get into those, too. Uh, Ring of Honor's been doing everything. They had a uh, big show last night. We have new uh, trio uh, champs. We'll probably get to that. And I'm probably going to talk about some NXT. I'm going to probably spoil some people what's going on. So get ready, people. So if you don't like Are spoilers. Are we going to talk about Backlash at all or no? Um, if you guys want to talk about Backlash, we can talk about, uh, talk about Backlash. We can go over <laughs> can, can can, that. Can we, can we not talk about Backlash? Honestly, I'm going to be honest. Say, like, I didn't see Backlash. Because that show was awful. I didn't watch Backlash. All I heard was one good match, and I was Seth Rollins and Miz, from what I heard. Yeah, and uh, if you watch that, that's all you need to see because that show was. It started off really good, and then it just went in the toilet. And so, if you don't want to talk about it, we don't have to. So, and a lot of the podcasts I've listened to this week, everyone hated it. So, but I just oh, figured it was, I, it was it was horrendous. It was. It was that was one of besides uh, Miz and Seth Rollins opening up the show for the Intercontinental Title. 
Besides which, that 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 was a very good match. Props to props to both guys for that. But the the, the rest of the show besides that was absolutely utterly horrendous. Um, there there was not one redeeming thing about the show after the first match. There was nothing. It, that was one of that was one of the worst shows I've seen in years. It that was, was one of the worst shows I've seen in years. I, I, I won't it say was that probably it is the worst pay-per-view offering in at least ten years. But I'll say this: it's the worst show since the network launched, or the worst pay-per-view since the network launched in four years. Um, I wasn't too mad about it. Was it was that bad? But it was terrible. But had I paid fifty dollars, like if the network wasn't a thing, had I paid fifty dollars. I would have probably broke something. I mean, I probably wouldn't, but I'm over-exaggerating. But I would have been pissed to pay $50 for a show like that because it was terrible. So uh-huh. I'm glad that we get the network for $10 a month because that way if there is a bad show like Backlash, then I'm not too upset about it. Yes, I'm upset that I wasted the three hours of my life watching it, but in hindsight, it's... it's yeah, what life. about Daniel Bryan and Cassmaster? How is that? Uh, it sucks. I would yeah. definitely say because of cash, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was. It was. I have a just, feeling that Daniel Bryan is going to be put with the world's shittiest workers, so that they they try to cool him off as much as possible. Like, I don't think everyone when Daniel Bryan was cleared was like, oh, we're going to get all these dream matches and everything. It's That's not happening, and it's probably never going to happen. I think we're going to get them surely, so, uh, very soon. We'll, we'll, we'll uh, definitely get those dream matches because we already got him and AJ. We got a little sneak peek of that, which we'll definitely we'll probably get back to that. Back real quick before we jump into the Money in the Bank on something that was teased last week, I believe. Or excuse me, two weeks ago, AJ Styles was cutting a promo. Samoa Joe came down, a little uh, sneak peek promo with them, but didn't it, the AJ didn't really get to spit back on you know his uh, his promo because Shinsuke Nakamura, of course, uh, you know got involved and you know low blowed him. So that was a little sneak, you know, a little tease that we got there. Definitely looking forward to AJ Styles and Samoa Joe. Um, Definitely going to happen for sure, without a doubt. Um, How did you guys feel about that when you guys saw that? Uh, I I for sure geeked out. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, should be good if they allow them to go all out and just do their thing. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we've seen what these guys can do, you know, when, when you look back at uh, you know, semi-early TNA, what Samoa Joe and AJ were able to do in singles matches, obviously the infamous uh, triple threat match that they had with um, Christopher Daniels. Uh, yeah, with Christopher Daniels. I was gonna, I was going to say just Daniels, but uh, yeah, but, uh, once again, one of the mo- uh, more infamous matches, one of the greatest matches in TNA's history. And you know, there's there's a lot of chemistry between the two guys, and um, it's but it's just like you know, with with the way that they they book these feuds now, it's just like 
you know, I can't, I can't even with a match like that, which is once again, like it should be, oh man, everyone's excited. It's just, it's at the point where I don't, I don't trust them. I do not trust them to properly do an AJ Styles Samoa Joe feud. I just don't trust them. I think it could be done. I mean, Joe is like visually, like he's probably one of the top hills in the WWE right now uh, when he's on top of his game. He's like, this is one of those hills that don't care if you're Brock Lesnar. He doesn't care if you're Roman Reigns. He's coming at you. Like, when's the last time we've seen a hill like that that doesn't care if you're a babyface or a hill? I'm coming at you regardless. Like, Joe is that dude. Uh, but we'll see what happens with Joe. I'm pretty sure he'll get in the Money in the Bank. But let's talk about the Money in the Bank qualifiers, starting with Money in the Raw side. Uh, Braun Strowman and Kevin Owens had a match. Uh, you know, we all know Braun Strowman was going to go over. Braun's been killing it lately. Uh, he's uh, the first person coming out of Raw to enter the Money in the Bank. And also later on that night, we had a triple threat match, which was a fire match, in my opinion. Maybe because I think Sami Zayn and Finn Balor just did their thing, and Roman is was just there for it. Like he was like an extra. Um, but those two killed, like they killed it. I, I felt like I was watching NXT on Monday Night Raw for a second, little flashbacks. Um, but uh, Finn Balor is the second qualifier going into the Money in the Bank on the Raw side. Um, Sami Zayn was very close. Uh, I honestly thought Sami was going to go over. Uh, a lot of us, you know, I'm pretty sure most of us thought Roman was going to go over, but Jinder Mahal, um, who thought he should have been part of that match, later on interfered, grabbed Roman's leg, so Roman uh, couldn't spear, I believe it was Sami Zayn. Um, so Finn Balor's just second qualifier on the Raw side, like I said. Going to the SmackDown side, the Miz uh, qualifies by beating Jeff Hardy. Uh, so he's the third uh, person in the Money in the Bank. And last but not least, Rusev Mashka, Rusev Day himself, defeats Daniel Bryan clean, which we're going to get into in a minute. Uh, thoughts on the four so far going into the Money in the Bank? Um, I'm fine with it. There's a lot of potential. Um, I will save. Well, I'm not gonna. I won't reveal who I want to win um, quite yet. But there's a lot of good possibilities, and whoever wins could be intriguing either way. Like Braun with the, with the briefcase could be interesting. The Miz with the briefcase could be interesting. All four of those guys at this point with the briefcase could be interesting. Yeah, and there's, you know, there's still four spots. Um, it's going to be very interesting how they work Braun into the match, because obviously... You're going to put eight people in this time? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think it's, I I think it's it. eight. Four from Raw, four from SmackDown, and then if you win, then you can cash in on your brand's champion. Um, there's been a lot of confusion as to like if someone wins from Raw, if they can go to either brand. No, that's not the case. It never has been ever since the brand splitter. If a brand splits in full effect, like Carmella, when she was the women's Money in the Bank holder, 
everyone was saying, oh, she should cash in on the Raw Women's Champion. Nope, sorry, can't happen because she won it on SmackDown. SmackDown was an exclusive pay-per-view. So, or when Money in the Bank was a SmackDown exclusive pay-per-view. So don't even get started with that garbage. <laughs> I love you, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so far it's it's definitely very uh, it, it's very interesting. Like I said, it's going to be interesting how they put Braun in there. Um, you know, kind of what they do with him. Are they going to do the old, you know, people team up on him and he gets taken out, you know, mid match and then he comes in end of the match and, and wins it or. Uh, whatever, whatever it may be, um, you know that 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 could be an interesting type of scenario. Um, but yeah, but yeah. So like I said, I I don't see I don't see like the Miz really winning it. So I can kind of factor him out. Miz but is, you know, I, I feel like Miz is a sleeper. I feel like it's yeah. a chance. He's he's one of those sleepers. Like he's the one. I would that say I want he, he will be a sleeper for me, but I don't think he's gonna win. But he's one of those guys you got to keep an eye on because you never know he could mess around and just get that we you know briefcase. There was um, if memory uh, if memory serves me correctly, there wasn't too many people when he originally won the briefcase that thought he was going to win. Um, so there is a chance that he could win just because of that. They don't usually uh, do winners, so it probably won't happen. But we'll see. And I'm pretty sure Bobby Roode is going to get in there um, on the raw side, uh, most Let's likely. He'll get he in. Huh? Let's hope to God he doesn't. Well, he will. And it, <laughs> so I get ready for that, that one. I just want him to win it. So Bob Bob Roode and Bob Lashley both will be in. <laughs> get it? <laughs> Rusev, Bob Roode, <laughs> Bob Roode. Oh my god. But uh also let's talk about the women's side. Terrible. I only think I think there's three girls only in so far. Amber Moon, Charlotte. I think there's only two, right? Amber Moon and Charlotte, right? Yeah, it's it's just those two right now. Um honestly I would have pulled the trigger with Ruby Riot. She's been killing it. But then again, you do have Amber Moon like, do we put these two in the same match? No, you don't. Sasha Banks don't need that money in the bank. Sasha Banks is in the doghouse. She's been in the doghouse for a while. Um, of course, Bailey's going to probably get in there. But um, women's equipper, Charlotte and Emma Moon, looking forward to see who the rest of the girls are going to be. Yeah, I imagine Mandy Rose might be put in there. Um, I don't know. I don't Mandy think... Rose took an L on SmackDown, so I don't. You know what I mean? Mm. She just I lost to Becky Lynch. Yeah, probably, Maybe. probably Becky. Um, you have to imagine Sasha or Bailey. Have to get well, in Sasha's there. not going to be in now if she lost the match for the qualifying match with, with Ember. Yeah, and Ruby Riot. So that's out. Sasha's out for sure. Maybe Bailey's going to get a shot. 
But yeah, we'll but see. you never know. Like I said, if they're going to go with, like, a heel Sasha, like, somehow she, like, wiggles her way back in, you know what I mean? That's what I was kind of thinking. Like, somehow she, like, gets a match with Bailey and then, you know, makes it a, a Money in the Bank qualifying match and then, like, cheats the win. I don't know. I think I'm going a little bit more in depth than what the WWE creative team is thinking of, so... I'm probably thinking way too far in depth. You might as well give Roman Reigns another shot. No. He's (laughs) done. They need... Yeah, he's done. We'll get to this later, but he's done. (laughs) So, that's what happened on... What's going on with the uh, Money in the Bank qualifiers? From both sides. I think next week you have New Day versus Cesaro and Sheamus. And the winners of that team, I believe, this is what Matt Grant told me. I hope he's listening. He said um, somebody out of that team is going to pick somebody to go inside the money in the bank. So possibly we'll get Cesaro in the money in the bank. Yeah. Um, you know, I had seen a report today going around that apparently there's a possibility of a biggie singles push going around. For who? For Biggie. Really? Yeah, I've been hearing that for a while. That they wanna break wool. It's been said a long time ago that they eventually were going to break up the New Day and have And if they do that, Xavier and Kofi could always still be a tag team because what else are they going to do with single stars? Not much of anything, but Big E is considered the star of that group. Interesting news. I mean, I would still get the New Day as a group. You just have Biggie um, and all these singles matches. But um, we'll see what happens next week. So we all know Nate is um, a frequently Ring of Honor watcher. Uh, you check out the results from uh, the show. Yesterday? I watched the show yesterday. Give us your thoughts on the show. Um, um, overall, I thought it was a good show. Um, it sucked that they had to... There was an advertised match between uh, Matt Taven and Dalton Castle for the Ring of Honor world title. And... Dalton Castle came out and said that his back is really messed up and he cannot wrestle. So they had to cancel um, the advertised main event, which completely put a damper on my mood. Um, but overall, they with what they did with what was in the main event, I thought it was a fine show. They... Um, had the kingdom challenge for the ROH six man tag titles against SoCal uncensored because 
if you remember, the Kingdom was the first ever six-man tag champions, and they never lost them. And I'm happy with how the show turned out because at the end of the day, the Kingdom won them back. Uh, And the match was very, very good. Um, There was also a match between... um, Hold on a second. I'm pulling it up. But there was a match between... um, or that the Young Bucks were in that I thought were was very, very good. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but I have not been a huge Young Bucks fan, but I think I'm starting to come around to them because the match that they had at War of the Worlds last night and there was a match earlier this year that I thought was really good. That's currently my match of the year. Um, so I think I'm starting to finally... Um, come around to the Young Bucks as a team. Yes, they do too many super kicks and they've ruined the effectiveness of that move. But um, as a tag team, they're very, very good. Too and fucking I can't good. That any longer. What? They're too damn good. They're too fucking good, bro. I saw them at fucking PWG. They only showed up for one well, show. I've seen them live too because I've seen them at. No, 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 no. I'm saying recently. Recently, I saw them at PWG. And I feel like they got better. Um, they're good. But I think they got way better. Like they 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 were um squaring off with guys like Desmond Xavier and Zachary Wentz. And those guys are young, young kids. And you know, Nick Jackson, those those are the type of kids, you know, you can see him in the rain with, you know, you know, trading off flips and shit, you know. And um I was digging it big time. Like I'm like, bro, why are you guys so fucking good? <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, no, I've seen that. I, like I said, I've been a Young Bucks hater for the longest time, but I've seen them live twice and they've impressed me each time. And I'm finally starting to come around with them to them because like I said, they, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I should, if I should be scared or not. It's like, are we entering, are we entering the twilight zone? But, you know, uh, you know what's really weird. Uh, off topic, just for a quick second, and then we'll get back to uh, Ring of Honor. Speaking of the Young Bucks, because I was kind of, I was kind of thinking about this the other day. I was rewatching a Young Bucks match from uh, what year was it? I think it was like 2010 when they were in PWG. Um, who were they facing? I think it was the Cutler Brothers. Anyway, once again, that was that was another tag team. People, if you have not seen the Cutler Brothers, uh, they did the Meltzer Driver, I believe, before the Young Bucks. Like they were ahead of the Young Bucks by years. So shout out to the Cutler Brothers, uh, old school PWG. Um, but anyway, like the one thing I miss about the Young Bucks, and I'll say this, is that like when they left TNA, and they were fresh off of TNA. And even when they were in TNA and they were doing indies, everybody fucking hated them, but I think for the right reasons. People hated them because they acted like the biggest tools and the biggest dicks around. And for me, over the last, I would say, year or so, it's just weird because they've kind of turned into baby faces without, like, really being baby faces. You know, they still... I think we'll try and act 
kind of like heels here and there, but they're not, it's like, they're not either. Like that's the, just, it's just a little quip. Like I miss kind of like the old school young bucks where like they weren't as big, but they were like the biggest heels in like PWG. And they were like the biggest heels in ring of honor and like everybody's just fucking hated their guts. That's just the one thing I miss about the young bucks. And once again, go back and watch a young bucks match from like, 2010 2011 and then go back and watch them versus Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi and you will definitely see a vast improvement in in ring quality from the Young Bucks they have evolved they have definitely changed their you know their work style and like I said you know what even go back go back five years go back five years and see how the Young Bucks are working compared to today there's actually a lot less super kicks there's a lot more selling um, with the young bucks, but anyway, that's just a little, a little quip I wanted to kind of, kind of throw out there. I can definitely agree with that. There's definitely less super kicks, but they for sure use them. Um, they also use that sharpshooter as like one of their top moves now. They don't even use a fucking more vanier buck no more, which I'm kind of upset about because that was like that move. Yeah, I miss I miss more bang for your buck. Definitely. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's weird to see them do a sharpshooter, but because it kind of threw me off because that's not what I'm used to. But I'm I'm open to see what they can do now because it's they're a lot more refined and they're a lot better as a team, in my opinion. I mean, everyone was on their nuts for the longest time as the greatest tag team on God's green earth, and I'm starting to actually see that now, um, but it's the Young Bucks from 2010, and even like the Young Bucks from a couple of years ago is way different from the Young Bucks of 2018. So it's good to see that they're evolving, and maybe it's because I know Matt's hurt because I think he's got he's still dealing with some back issues, mm-hmm. so that might be part of it. But um, I like it. And they've Matt, become Matt a lot better so team and a lot more enjoyable for me. When Matt for sure slowed down, Nick still Nick, but Matt still does some crazy shit to be to to put, have a bad back. So yeah, R O H. Um, they also have another show coming up. The Young Bucks will be going against the Super Smash Brothers, which those two, they have a big few um, that uh, they've had at uh, PWG that a lot of folks will definitely enjoy. Yeah, when I saw that announced, I was, I, I mean, I was pretty, I was pretty freaking stoked for that. I mean, the United States definitely misses the Super Smash Brothers. Like, I remember when they, when they like first came into PWG. That's when I was like first starting to watch it. Everybody was going like fucking crazy uh, that the Super Smash Brothers were in PWG and they were doing so good. And then, 
you know, of course, I think, I think, you know, it's visa issues that came up and stuff like that. And we, you know, we saw, we saw Uno a couple of times uh, in PWG do some single stuff um, a few years ago, but we, we haven't seen the Super Smash Brothers really back in the United States um, as a team since then. And, you know, I, I think it, I think it does have to do with visa issues. I'm not sure the exact details, but yeah, definitely good for the Super Smash Brothers to get this uh, type of match. You know, I think uh, it's something it's something different once again for Ring of Honor. Like this is what Ring of Honor should be doing uh, on you know a lot of their shows. You know, use the local talent. You know, if you're if you're going to Chicago, use the local talent. If you're going to Canada, use the local talent. So. So it's good. So hopefully they'll. I know they'll go out and and have a match. Without a doubt. Without a fucking doubt. So NXT, a lot of shit's gonna crack. So spoiler alert, ladies and gentlemen. Main invented in Chicago. So Alistair Black versus Lars Sullivan for the NXT title. Also, Johnny Gargano versus Chopper number two. Thank boys. <laughs> uh, I mean, Gargano and Chopper, like, they killed each other in the first match. It's like, how, how do you top that? Like that's, that really that's what I was match? thinking. Like, how the heck do you top the first match? And how do you go from an unsanctioned match to a street fight? Like, okay, you go from a match that has no rules to a match that has no rules. <laughs> it's, just, it's just really weird. Um, but it's I mean, weird to I'm think they've only had one match so far because they've been killing each other forever. It seems. Um, yeah. And after an unsanctioned match, like Tom, you're right. Like it's pretty much the same match, but it's still going to be great. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what they do. Um, as far as this next takeover, like I'm a huge, like old school person. I always think that the title should be on, go on last um, and main event the show. But in this instance, I wouldn't do that. I definitely put Gargano Champa on last, and then have Lars and Alistair go on second to last. Yeah. So, so what happened basically at Takeover New Orleans because Gargano yeah. and Champa main evented that show. Yep. And they should do it again. And again, with and I, I think I think they will do that again, just because. I mean, and this is this is no offense really to Lars Sullivan, but when you think of Alistair Black versus Lars Sullivan, it's not like it's a dream match. It's not really a big exactly. profile match. I mean, I have I have no doubt this is definitely going to be a, a proving point for Lars Sullivan, um, but it's just it's not the type of match that people. Even if they did put it, say they say at NXT Takeover New Orleans they switched it, and they didn't put Gargano and Champa on last, um, 
I think that having Alistair Black and um, Andrade San Almas, if they if they went on last, I don't think people would have had a problem with it. But I think if Lars Sullivan and Andrade goes on last, and uh, Alistair Black goes on last, I think more people have a problem with it. Boom. But this is definitely Lars. Lars has to step up right here. I think he will. I'm going to just say it right now, folks. Starting next week on NXT, get ready for Lars Sullivan to wreck shit up because he's going to get a lot of fucking wins and he's going to be wrecking people up. So, <laughs> so I'm going to say it right now. I read the spoilers. And I for sure picked them up on, on my fantasy team. <laughs> but yeah. Um, going on this weekend crazy-ass matches in the U.K. that I want to get into. Rev Pro, I think, is running them all. Now, listen to the matches that they got that that's going down, boys. Main eventing for the Rev Pro British title. The champion, Ishii, versus the challenger, Limitless Keith Lee is your main event. Yeah, Keith, Keith Lee this, uh, wrapping up his. Too. Yeah, and Keith Lee wrapping up his independent date. Uh, I think most people are. <laughs> I think most people are aware that um, Keith Lee seems to be making his way down to uh, to Florida to uh, big adventures. So he's finishing up a lot of his indie dates. And uh, obviously with the uh, next PWG show, the uh, the title of that show, that's that's even more confirmation. Um, I know so, he's yeah, got I mean, it's, it's, on uh, the 20th of May with Riddle as well in Evolve. We're... So, also on this same card, Suzuki Gun, the tag team of Suzuki himself and Zack Sabre Jr., they go against CCK, the team of Travis Banks and Chris Brooks for the Red Pro Tag Titles. I hope uh, Chris Brooks and uh, Travis Scott, uh, excuse me, I said Travis Scott, Travis Banks uh, win. Travis Banks is on my fantasy team. I definitely need those points. <laughs> <laughs> It's weird that Predator Sport has a fantasy team. Huh? It's weird that uh, fantasy teams exist on a predetermined sport. That is definitely a thing. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Because we don't know the results. You know, shit. I know. I'm just giving you shit. We go off the fucking week or whatever, but yeah. Uh, I think people should check it out if they like wrestling. Also, Curtis Chapman, who I've heard a lot of, a lot of good things about, he is the um, undisputed British uh, cruiserweight champ. He's going against David Starr. Chosen Bros will go against Aussie Open. Will Ospreay will be in action. You guys hear me? Yep. Yep. 
Fred Yeah will be will also be there. Somebody's calling me, so fuck. <laughs> well, well, I'll try to look at the fucking card. Hold on, hold on, guys. Hold that thought. But yeah, to uh, to to fill up some to fill up some of the uh dead air. Um yeah, definitely some uh interesting matchups. Of course, Rev Pro always uh doing it big in, in New York Hall. Um you know, you you look at guys uh that that are gonna be on the card, you know, like uh Skits had mentioned, like Curtis Chapman. I don't know too much about, but once uh, once again, like Skit said, heard a lot of good things, so we'll definitely see how uh, how that turns out. Uh, Suzuki Gun versus CCK, like uh, Skit's mentioned, is going to be very interesting, especially uh, with Zack Sabre Jr. coming off of winning uh, the Progress uh, Super Strong Style 16. Uh, so that's going to be very interesting. Um, you know, Adam Brooks, Shane Strickland going at it, Josh Bodum. <clears throat> excuse me, Josh Bodum, Freddie A. Hi. Josh Bodum is, is a guy that I, I I think soon enough, I can't exactly pinpoint when, but I think soon enough Josh Bodum's gonna get a big break and is gonna be another one of the UK guys that comes over to the United States. And makes a big impact. I can I can definitely see that um, coming in the future. Who knows when? But I mean, Josh Bodum definitely has uh, that talent and capability to uh, to come to the United States and make a big impact. And he's got the skills. So uh, so we'll have to see. But yeah, that is Rev Pro. Epic encounter, uh, of course, going down today. Uh, it's going down, well, technically today for, for me, um, Friday, May 11th. Oh, for me, still Thursday. <laughs> yeah, so it's still, tec- still technically uh, Thursday for the, uh, for the Central and West Coast. But, uh, yeah, so Friday, May 11th, uh, that's going to be going down, uh, RevProWrestling.com. I'm sure it's going to be up on their streaming services within the next week or so. And so, yeah, like we said, the big things, uh, Ishii and Keith Lee, Keith Lee finishing up his independent dates. So uh, he's going to be doing his last matches this month. And then he's going to be making his way down uh, to Florida, like I said, to uh, kind of start his new journey. And so this is kind of uh, the beginning of the end. But uh, not sure where uh, Skits ran off to. Um, <laughs> but you know what? Let's uh, be. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm back, boy. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was my job. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. 
Uh, we just finished up talking about uh, Rev Pro going down. And, um, you know, I think I think it's time because there's so much going on. I was going to – hold on. Before we – I'm sorry uh, to, to cut you off, but it's one more UK show I want to go over. But if you want to go ahead and say something, go for it. Oh, no. Go – I was going to say finish up with the uh, – some of the UK shows, and then uh, I think we should get into some uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Bet. We'll get into that. So, um, OTT Wrestling is also running that same weekend, and um, they have uh, two shows. Um, you'll... They, they will have... Um, Featuring uh, guys like Scotty Davis, who will be going, to, going against Terry Thatcher for their uh, their world title. It's the their finals match, so uh, that's that's going on. Keith Lee and Shane Strickland will be tagging up. They are familiar with each other. They tag up from AAW and uh, other promotions. They're going against the team of the Big Hangover. Uh, which uh, Jordan Devlin is actually part of that team. Um, for those that don't know who Jordan Devlin is, he was part of the WWE UK tournament, also trained by Prince Devitt, a.k.a. Finn Balor. Um, this looks this like more of a tag team show, if anything. Another team, uh, more than hype, uh, tagging over each other, going against Will Ospreay and Curtis Murphy. Uh Michael May is going against Charlie Streeland. Uh the the uh Kings of the North going against Rough Stuff. The Armstrongs going against Angel and Curse. So that's going on. Uh at their it seems like it's just a taxing show uh that I just mentioned. And then at Scrapper Mania, uh this card is pretty uh Fire. Will Ospreay will be going against Matt Riddle rematch from Mania Weekend. Ishii will be going against Jeff Cobb. Also, you have the team of uh, Mark Haskins, Tyler Bate, and I believe it's the the Thatcher guy. Uh, They'll be going against the team of Shane Strickland, David Starr, and clearly, uh, also featuring uh, Keith Lee versus Suzuki. So Keith Lee having two big matches before he uh, ended in the Independence. And the main event, Jordan Devlin will be going against Zach Saber Jr. Pretty good uh, show, huh? Hell yeah. And also, uh, what else we got? Yeah, you know, I I was going to say, I always hear great things about OCT. You know, they put on uh, great cards from what I see from uh, some of the people that I follow on Twitter, some of the fans that live over uh, in the UK and go to the OTT shows, you know, I always hear some great things about it. So 
Um, definitely uh, a, another great card from them. So uh, it's going to be very interesting. And Keith Lee, I got I to tell you this. After Keith Lee is all said and done, after going to war with Ishii, Suzuki, guys like Walter and Jonah Rock, Keith Lee, where he's going, uh, he's let's let's just say he's going to be limping into uh, into Orlando. He's going to be uh, going to be bruised up going into Orlando. So well, can I say this? Need. Can I say this? The man has a fucked up neck because Adam Page almost broke his neck at fucking PWG. Jeez. And that's a shoot. Jeez, jeez, jeez. But yeah, definitely big shout out to Keith Lee. If you're going to any of these shows, if you're going to any shows with Keith Lee on them within the next couple of weeks, uh, say your farewells, wish the man luck, and uh, I'll be. You know, I, I, I gotta say it's crazy because Keith Lee was on. We we got to interview Keith Lee. When was that? That was like what was that year ago? A while back. A little more. Like we- like we got to interview him like way, way before that, like way before he was hot. You know, like it's it's crazy because we break on guys before they get hot. I don't know why it seems like that, right? Every guy that we interview, <laughs> we, we get to interview him before, before they come hot. We, I remember interviewing Adam Cole before he got to the WWE, before he was hot in the Ring of Honor. You know, he just got finished having a match with fucking uh, Kyle O'Reilly uh, when they were both were young boys in ROH. You know what I'm saying? Like right, this is what we do, you know. We try to discover <laughs> young guys before they get hot. Brody King, I knew about Brody. You know, said you know, bros, look at him now. My boy's getting booked everywhere. Exactly. We gotta bring Brody back I, on. Brody's I guess. Right I guess. I, I I guess you could say the only person that we brought on that was already a, a, a star um, is is MJF. You know, I was about because to say that. he's he's, sure. he's better than us, and we know it. He definitely is better than us. <laughs> uh, so once again, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you if you have not heard uh, heard that interview, go and check it out. <laughs> definitely a fun interview. Go check Fantastic out. Go check out all the past interviews we've done. Like we said, we've had Keith Lee on here, MJF, uh, Joey Janela. We've had um, Bobby Fish on here. We've had Adam Cole. We've had. Oh my God! Everybody. It's funny because we actually had Joy Janelle on the show, and he was um, basically right next to his girlfriend Penelope, you know, just chilling, you know. <laughs> yeah, you can kind of you can kind of hear it in the background. You know, it's before uh, yeah. spring break. This is way before spring break. We had him on the show. Yeah, and uh, I think needless to say, Joey Janelle was a a little bit. Um, uh, banged up, you know, wasn't in probably the best state of mind, but still the consummate professional still uh, came on here and talked we've to us. Sure to, we for sure need to do an interview like ASAP because we haven't done one in a while. I really don't remember who our, who our last person was. Oh, jeez. I can't even remember either. But, yeah, there's, guys, there's a plethora of interviews up um it's up on YouTube. It's up on Blog Talk. Um, it's up everywhere. So uh, go back, go check those out, and uh, yeah, we'll definitely 
try to be uh, over the next couple weeks, maybe month, month, maybe as we get closer uh, to the summer, we're definitely uh, going to be trying to get some guests uh, back on the show. So uh, stay tuned. Talk to me. Um, what was that? Say that again, guys. Talk to me. Best. Tell the people who uh, who's on Best of Super Junior who's facing each other. You know, talk to us. Tell oh, them who's here the we go. Best tell, them, tell them who's the new Bullet Club member. You know, tell them about uh, Dominion. You know, who's that? <laughs> well, let's let's we'll start off with um, we'll start off with Best of the Super Junior. So here is the lineup of Best of the Super Juniors. 2018. I'll give the full lineup and then I will tell them, tell everybody what blocks they're in. So the full lineup is going to be uh, ACH, Taiji Ishimori, Chris Sabin, yeah. Will Ospreay, Kushida, Hiromu Takahashi, Bushi, Marty Scroll, Blip Gordon, Dragon Lee, Show and Yo, El Desperado. Yoshinabu uh, Karimaru, uh, Raisuke Taguchi, and Tiger Mask 4. So Block A is going to be Will Ospreay, ACH, Taichi Ishimori, Bushi, um, Flip Gordon, Yo, uh, Yoshinabu Karimaru, and Tiger Mask. Block B is going to be Kushida, um, Hiromu Takahashi, Marty Scroll, Chris Fabian, Dragon Lee, Show, El Desperado, and Raisuke Taguchi. So just to give some of uh, the matches that are going to be happening, um, once again, we'll go over these uh, more matches as the, uh, as the days go on. So best of the Super Juniors starting next uh, Friday, so it's probably going to be uh, late Thursday night um, for us here in the United States. So May 18th is going to be the first night, and that is going to be the A Block night in uh, Cork and Hall. It's going to be Yo versus Bushi, ACH versus Flip Gordon, Tiger Mask 4 versus uh, Yoshinabu Karimaru, and Will Ospreay versus Taichi Ishimori. Now, Speaking of Taichi Ishimori, if you did not see uh, the latest uh, New Japan Show Wrestling Dantaku, uh, it was revealed that there was going to be a new Bullet Club member. And, of course, that turned out to be the former former uh, NOAA GHC light heavyweight champion and Taichi Ishimori, who just left NOAA. He has joined Bullet Club. He has joined New Japan. So, uh, yeah, Taichi Ishimori, newest member of Bullet Club, uh, best of the super, he's now in best of the super juniors. It should be very interesting. Um, what, what do you guys think of the uh, best of the super juniors lineup this year? I think it's a solid lineup. Um, and it's always, even if the lineup isn't that good, it's, or doesn't look that great on paper, it's always a fun tournament. 
so I'm really looking forward to it. Skits, what about you? Skits. <laughs> Did we lose him again? All right. <laughs> Skits going MIA once again, but uh, I'm sure he'll be back. But yeah, you know, I was I was very surprised to see Chris Saban on here. I did not see that coming. Neither did I. Um, floating in and out of Ring of Honor for or Ring of Honor. Um, yeah, no, I don't know why yeah. what I was thinking, but yeah, no, he. Uh, that's something different. So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, he's not great. Like ever since he was in TNA and he blew out his ACL, and then came back and then blew out his other ACL and was basically out for two years. He's not great, but he's good. Um, he's a solid hand, always has been, always will be. And it'll be fun to see what he can do in the tournament. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with that. You know, Saban, you know, it's not the same Chris Saban from years ago or early TNA where, like, he was the standout in those X division matches and those ultimate X matches. But you know what? He also hasn't had a lot of singles matches over the last couple of years. It's it's mainly him teaming with Shelly. So, I mean, maybe this is the kind of. I don't know about Chris Saban in the fucking, uh, the best of super juniors. He's washed up. (laughs) (laughs) He's a fucking bomb. I don't think he's washed up. I think, you know, like I said, like Nate said, you know, he's had some injuries and he definitely, like I said, he's not the same Chris Saban. But I think that there's a reason that he's in this tournament, you know, despite all his injuries. Like I said, this is a very, this is a very long tournament. You know, it's almost, how long is it? It's about three or four weeks. And you have to wrestle, you know, every other night or almost every night if you're going to be in tag matches. So, so we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how Saban does. He's either – I think he's either going to excel so or he's going to block. But yeah, so some, some so some notable uh, matches to look out for. Um, like I said, May 18th, Will Ospreay and uh, Ishimori. Uh, May 19th, Takahashi and Marty Scroll. Once again, we're going to be going over the full uh, lineups once we get closer. We'll you know the week, the couple of days before, we'll announce the matches that are going to be happening. But uh, May 20th, uh, Will Ospreay and ACH. Um, May 22nd, Kushida and Marty Scroll. Um, May 25th, that's the day to uh, kind of mark on your calendars, circle it in Osaka, Osaka Joe Hall, Hiromu Takahashi, Dragon Lee. The rivalry continues. 
So definitely mark uh, that on your calendar, people. Um, let's see. Uh, June 2nd, Kushida and Dragon Lee. And, uh, yeah, then the finals are going to be going down uh, June 4th. So just some notable matches for you to kind of kind of kind of jot down and kind of remember so you can kind of plan ahead. So going to be very interesting. That's the Super Juniors, always an exciting tournament each and every year. Um, I'm looking forward to it. So we'll see how it does. Now, let's get right into uh, post-wrestling Dantaku. Let's, let's get right to the big, big news. So Kazuchika Okada successfully defended his IWGP Heavyweight Championship once again. His reign is now well over 600 days. I think it's going close to 700 at this point. So a very, very lengthy reign for uh, the IWGP Heavyweight Champion. Well over a year. Um, and uh, even even way longer than that. But it was announced that happening at Dominion in June for the IWGP Heavyweight Champ, Kata will be defending his title in the fourth matchup between these gentlemen, the cleaner, Kenny Omega. So once again, these two meet. And uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be nuts. You know, I think the best. I mean, we've talked about it on here before. Possibly one of the best trio of matches between one set of opponents. You could you could argue between these two or Flair and Steamboat, whomever it may be. You can't deny it. Uh, so now they're on their fourth match. So the question now remains, does Kenny Omega beat Kazuchika Okada yeah. and end his impressive reign? Um, and here's why. Because it's the fourth time that these guys have wrestled, and New Japan has been trying to make break into America. And this is the way you do it. You put your heavyweight title on, well, he's, I think he's Canadian, but it's, it's time. Put the title on someone who wrestles primarily in America or has wrestled in America before people or a wrestler who is known in America and see if you can give this new Japan in the United States ex- experiment or what they're, whatever you call it at this point, because I'm sorry, the United States title and what they've been doing, that hasn't been working. So I think it's time Okada has done like Okada is my favorite wrestler in pro wrestling at the moment. Like he's fucking fantastic. It's, He's beaten everybody, and what else are you going to do with the title reign? He already broke the record, 
so I think it's time to end it. He's had a great run, but it's just mm-hmm. all great things need to come to an end, unfortunately. And I think this is the time that you do that. I agree. I agree. I think I think Kenny Omega needs to take that title. Uh, like I said, Okada's run has been absolutely fantastic. I mean, geez, in my in my time in watching wrestling, even in my time being alive in wrestling, this is one of the most impressive title reigns in in any company. He's um, our general Ric Flair, in a way. Like the mm-hmm. this title reign is akin to what Ric Flair was doing in the 80s. Man, Okada is so similar to Ric Flair. Like, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> you, you think about his matches with, and like Kenny Omega is like the steamboat. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, so that match going down in Dominion. Uh, Skits, what are, what are you thinking? Um, I'm looking forward to this two out of three falls. Yeah, um, no time limit. That's two out of three falls match. That's important. The no time maybe limit they, because it, if, maybe they put a trigger and have Kenny go over, or maybe Cody Bushi turns. Who knows? A lot of stuff is possible. Maybe the Bucks or Cody's. Somebody can get involved. You know what I mean? Who knows what happens there? Yeah, because you have to think about the G1 special that's going to be going down at the Cow Palace. And like I said, they're trying to sell that out. So if you're going to try and sell that out, I think you make Kenny Omega the IWGP champion with him coming to the United States to help uh, possibly try and sell some of those tickets. So uh, tickets have been selling good. It's not sold out, but tickets have been selling relatively well. So um, we'll see if maybe that's the kind of push that they kind of need. But uh, speaking of Dominion, besides the main event, which I just mentioned, the no time limit, best two out of three falls match. We also have the IWGP Intercontinental Championship on the line as Tetsuya Naito defends against Y2J Chris Jericho, which we saw at Dontaku as Naito was uh, exiting his match. He was attacked by a mysterious masked figure. Who could it be? Of course, Chris Jericho. So the match is set for Dominion uh, Intercontinental Championship on the line between Naito and Chris Jericho. And we were talking about the Young Bucks earlier. They're going to have a pretty big match at Dominion as they are going to be challenging the current IWGP Tag Team Champions, LIJ members, Evil and Sonata. This is not for the junior tag team titles, people. The IWGP uh, tag team championships, the Young Bucks moving up from the junior division into the heavyweight tag title division. Um, Smart move. Kind of mix things up. That IWGP tag team title division has been kind of lackluster for years and years now. So maybe this is kind of the boost that it needs. There's also going to be a uh, triple threat match for the Never Open Way Championship. Hiroki Goto versus Michael Elgin versus Tai Chi. Uh, 
I, I, I don't even really have words for this match. <laughs> like, <laughs> the most random. <laughs> this is the most random New Japan match I've ever seen in my life. And yes, yes, people, I am rooting for Tai Chi in this one. Gross. Hey, it's better than Michael Elgin, and it's better than that's Hiroki true. Goat. That's that's true. You can, you know, Tai you Chi may be shit. Tai Chi may be shit at times, but I have seen plenty of times in Noah and in New Japan that Tai Chi is capable of having a very good match. So if he can, uh, if he can get that title and have some some stiff matches with some people, who knows? You never know. And the other matches are kind of to be determined right now. Rey Mysterio is going to be on the show, but who he's facing, we don't know just yet. Um, And, of course, Will Ospreay is going to be defending his IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship against the winner of the Best of the Super Juniors, which will conclude about five days beforehand. So, yeah, June 9th, Osaka Joe Hall, uh, Dominion is going down. Um, so a little, little less than a month away. Uh, you know, it's the biggest. It's it's the biggest show between now and then in July. Once we get into the G1 climax, so G1 climax kind of creeping up on us um, in New Japan. So we got to get through. So the Super Juniors, we're going to get through. Uh, Dominion and we'll be almost at the G1 climax. Well, looks like we covered everything that we need to cover today uh, for tonight. Um, again, ladies and gentlemen. Big news coming soon. Wrestling Heads Radio will keep you on that note very soon. Follow us on Twitter at Wrestling Heads. I'm at WH Skits. Gentlemen, give everybody where, um, your stuff where to find you. You can find me on Twitter at to tweet me. Give me a follow on there. I'll follow you back. Um, yeah, not much else going on. Uh, like I said, uh, wherever you are, if you're in the area for some independent shows, definitely uh, go ahead and check them out. Show them some love. Show some wrestlers some support. Uh, let's uh, keep spreading some positivity. Let's, uh, you know, let's just keep having fun with wrestling. We're getting into summertime. So let's... Uh, Let's have some positive vibes. Let's send everyone out there who's having a tough time some good vibes. So uh hope everyone's doing out doing good out there and uh thanks for listening. And uh Nate, go ahead because I know I know your your Twitter explodes way more than mine does, so Um, yeah, I had to turn my phone off for a couple days, uh two weeks ago. Um because I tweeted something out. Uh, it was a Mortal Kombat meme about uh, Shinsuke hitting uh, AJ Styles in the dick. Um, the <laughs> I famous, love that. I love the famous, uh, I think it was Raiden and Johnny, Johnny Cage, if I remember right. 
But uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Headliner5. That pinned tweet that uh, I have up there currently has been seen over 100,000 times uh, within the last couple weeks. Uh, so, Dang. yeah, insane. Um, of course, always watch wrestling. That's what we're here for. It's, if you're not a fan of WWE, which I really am not, like, full disclosure, Raw put me to sleep this week, like, literally. Um, got home uh, after a seven-hour shift, laid down to watch it, was which was a big mistake, and I think I fell asleep, like, not even, I wasn't even out of hour one when I fell asleep, but uh, then woke up at three in the morning. But uh, if Raw isn't your thing, if you're not really digging what the WWE is doing or what the main roster is doing, then watch NXT because NXT has been great. 205 has been great. Um, if you want to watch TNA, do that. I don't know why you would, but uh, go for it. Uh, Ring of Honor is always enjoyable for me. It's There's something wrestling wise out there for everyone if you're a fan you don't have to like everything that everyone likes um there's always something for you so find it and enjoy it and just yeah wrestling is great and there's something for everybody but yeah i think that's uh i think that's just about everything uh big shout out to lyle who unfortunately could not uh be here tonight uh Go follow him on Twitter at ZombieX0MBY. Show him some love. Uh, once again, guys, thank you all for listening. Um, keep supporting. Keep listening. We'll be back. You all have a good weekend. And uh, we've got two words for you. Peace out. <laughs>